Today's gospel passage, of course, follows on the heels of yesterday's gospel passage. As a young man comes to him and says, what do I need to do to possess eternal life? Like it's something we can earn or buy or, or, or to be a little facetious, perhaps even sell. And Jesus, well, keep the commandments. I've kept all of these. What more? See, he knew there was something more. And Jesus, go and sell all you have and give and then come back and follow me. And he went away sad. And uh, today, of course, how hard it is for the rich to be saved. And we might say how hard it is for any of us to be saved. And uh, this image that Jesus uses, easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. There's all sorts of uh, weird explanations for this. One of my favorites, which is completely untrue, is that there's a gate in Jerusalem called the eye of the needle. And it's so narrow that uh, only human beings could pass through. There is no such gate. It just never existed. However, apparently there is a gate in Damascus uh, that, that was, but, uh, but the, the best explanation I've ever heard is that there's an idiom in Aramaic that it's easier for a rope to pass through an eye of a needle than for whatever it is. And the word for rope and the word for camel are one letter away. It's a pun. <laughs> you know me well enough to know. It's got to be good. But, but if, if a rope is impossible, how much more impossible than a camel? It's pretty impossible. And so Jesus is talking about a literal needle and a literal camel. Well, this is impossible, the, the apostles all say. Well, it's yes, that's the point. It is impossible. And that shouldn't disturb us, because it, with God, it is possible. Uh, however he does that, whether he takes the Ant-Man suit, uh, you can tell what I watched on TV, on, uh, as I was walking yesterday, or, or whatever, you can, you know, however God's going to do it, he can make it doable. But I think the issue isn't about the size of the wealth, but one's attachment to that wealth. I, I've met many rich people, and no, not too many, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I know, uh, previous parish we had a couple millionaires in, and uh, was well known, and yet very, very generous. And I've met some poor people that were very, very stingy. They were, they were stingy to a fault. They could pinch a dime so hard that it would make uh, the president's nose bleed. <laughs> It's the attachment to the wealth, I think, is the issue. That, uh, especially when we look at the Old Testament, uh, time and again we hear that the God blesses certain people to be a blessing. He blesses them, he gives them things to be a blessing, and that freedom that they have from that wealth. And I think, again, this rich man that we heard about yesterday didn't have that freedom. And some would say that he didn't own things, the things that he had owned him. And I think there's a truth there. They owned him. He couldn't let them go. He knew there was something wrong and yet couldn't let it go. And so the question might be for us, because most of us have taken a uh, promise of poverty. Uh, you've taken vows and, and uh, we own. There, there's a really bad joke about uh, religious take the vows, but the, the diocesan priests live them. Uh, of the poverty, but uh, that's not true. <laughs> but we know it's not 
Again, it's not the matter of what we have or what we don't have. We can't take any pride in the, the simplicity of our lives. We can't take any hope just because we've lived, lived simply that now we've obtained heaven. It means coming to God, coming to the Lord. And however he chooses to make that camel pass through, he can do it. However it is, however it is. So we have hope. Again, Jesus says, you know, if you've given up everything, you will receive. But again, it's not automatic. We can give up all sorts of things and yet have hatred of having to give it up in our hearts. There's no virtue in that. The virtue is when we give it up freely, when we sacrifice freely, perhaps like Gideon today, bringing that uh, flesh to the angel. He gave it freely. He probably wasn't upset when the angel didn't eat it, but rather offered it as sacrifice to God. So too, we should offer everything we have as sacrifice, knowing that that's where virtue lies. 